Hello and welcome to Was That In Good Taste, your podcast for alcohol, equity, and sometimes even a little bit of humor. <laughs> I'm your host, Chandler Phillips, and with me as always, your imbragable co-host. Well, they call me JB, Big JB, you know. Big JB is what he's going by now, and we're going <laughs> to affirm it. We support you through this, and uh, you know, however you're feeling... What's my name for today? J B. <laughs> the Jizz Bizzle. Um, we'll come back to that eventually. But today we're talking about the Dooniverse. Um we're gonna get we're gonna go to Duniversity, get our uh Duna cum laude degrees, Dune Grease in the Dune. Tuna, the Tuna cum laude degrees. <laughs> Dune. What I we're talking about Dune, okay? We're talking about... We're talking about... Spice. Spice. He knows about the spice. He knows. The spice Malone. About the spice Malone. The spice Malone. <laughs> so up until... Well, recently, very recently, the Dune movie came out on HBO Max, the streaming service. Dune, based on the novel Dune by Sapphire. Um, by Frank... Oh, by Herbert. by um, Frank Herbert. It's not based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh Lee, oh Lord, oh me, oh my. Um, I think that you've been dipping into the spice a little too much. I have been living in a world of spice. That's the wrong one. Spice Malone. Oh, spice that's. <laughs> I also have the I also have the the, the sandworm sound. I'm gonna say that for later. Mm. So this week we're talking spice melange. the spice melange, and of course, as always, the first thing that we do is we take a step, usually behind the bar, but things have been happening. So we're taking a step at the bar, we're bellying up, <laughs> we're bellying up at the bar. Um, but of course, before we get started, don't forget to do all the things like comment, subscribe, remember to follow us where you can go on. Was it on anchor.com for slash was that in good taste anchor where we host this podcast, please anchor, make sure that you put us on the thing so that people can see us or Google Anch- podcast. Wait, what's it? Anchor dot FM. Oh anchor- shit. Anchor wow. dot <clears throat> FM. We're holding it down. We're holding it down. Our Spotify or iTunes. Leave us the comments, the five stars. If you don't like us, leave us a funny comment. I'd love it. Or critique us, you know. Or critique us. Give me a. You know what? Call us bigoted names. I'll take it. You know what? Just spit in my face and slap me across the cheeks. Spit in his mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if, this week, if you really have a problem with the podcast, uh, so we're doing we're doing the spice. So this is all you in honor of the spice. In honor spice of the Malone. the spice melange. They know. Uh, we wanted to try something a little different. Usually we do our liquors and our cocktails and all that good stuff. But today. Today. We tried to. It's going to be the day. I'm going to bring it back to you. All right. Okay. Right now. Um, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Um, I looked up a recipe for mulled wine. Mold, I th- is it? I think mulled. Mulled. I didn't want to say mold wine because people would be like, ooh, he's drinking mold. It's not mold, like it's uh, mold. It's mold, like a mulling pret like 
What is a mole? <laughs> is, well, because I what know is... I know what a smaller mole is, and that's a molette. What? Is... And that's a hairstyle. You're you're literally you're you're disgusting. You're disgusting. So, so mulling is to take and to to. I wish I kind of wanted to Google it, but I got the wrong definition. <laughs> I got to mull something over. But guess what? What does I, that mean? I think that kind of is the right That is kind of it because it... you're taking something and you're introducing things to it and you're kind of going over it and taking time. It's just... So the, the, the substance that we're trying today to define... It is red wine that has been simmered with uh, seasonal spices as well as oranges and apples. Um, What's the German? Uh... Glühwein. 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 Um, I'm going to drop a secret. I'm going to drop a thing on you right now. Hit me with so it. So I don't know if you realize this, but this is the week before Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. And I know that we're being ridiculous and stuff. We've been dipping into the spice a little the too spice, much. Flying through space. But here's the thing. Um, because next week is Thanksgiving, that means no episode. Because it's Thanksgiving. That's what we do. No we give thanks. We give thanks to the murdering of indigenous peoples, unfortunately. Um, Some of us just give thanks to the goddess Demeter for uh, the bountiful harvest. Or to the goddess Hecate every day. Let's go. Um, Hecate? But, you know, the, in Northern California, it's Helate. <laughs> anyway... So it's it's super funny because obviously we're talking about the spice, but spice is a central aspect in the Thanksgiving season. It's in all the seasons, really. So this is, folk, this is thematically relevant, but also it ties into the holiday that we're not recording an episode for. Aw. Yeah. So how did it, how did you do you this was you this was you we were cooking from the hip on this one I went and I got a Behringer Cabernet Sauvignon I got a big old magnum of that biz um, that's one point five liters of wine that we then put let's see about five cinnamon sticks uh, three star anuses in um, <laughs> he said anus a good handful of cloves and a good handful of allspice let that biz simmer no first of all. Do not put a handful of nah, those just things. Just put a whole handful in. It was sixteen cloves and less of that of allspice. Those things were super pungent, and you will not be pleased. Okay. Not to mention, we also put uh, was about half a pint of uh, brandy, brandy, and uh, two four tables four tablespoons of sugar. Oh, hell of sugar! Yeah, super simple. Take it, simmer it for a few minutes. Uh, Put it on low, keep it going for fifteen minutes. Settle. You basically strain. just want to steep the yeah. the spices in the wine and make sure that the sugar or whatever sweetener you have that it it blends in fully. And I gotta say, this this is pretty damn good. It's pretty good, but I serve hot. I got some critiques. You have some critiques. Yeah, everyone's I got the cr- a fucking critique. Everyone's a fucking critique. Um, when it comes to this. This is very good, but this is our first time making this. One, because we used the dried herbs from a jar from the supermarket, I think that there's a few things we can do. Mm. Either go get fresher spices. Fresher spice. The, all the spices in here have to be dried. No, but but like freshly dried, more like more frequently dried, maybe from a specialty boutique place, or 
we, we could have taken them and we <laughs> don't 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 make them touch. Um, or we could have taken them, put them in a pan, and kind of gotten them to wake up uh, a little we bit. Could first. have roasted them a little. Yes. I thought I was thinking maybe we could put them in like um, like a coffee grinder. And do a little bit of just a couple of... Get them a little coarse. I guess because yeah, more surface area, right? Just surf, open them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's definitely very good. It's sweet. It's fun. It's funky. And of course, because it's cold as hell out here in the it's Northeast. It's cold as ice. Out here in the Northeast, it's super cold. So I think it's the kind of thing that I... I now, here's the, here's the question. Since we're not really doing it behind the bar, but I always ask you this question. is like, uh, at our future bar where do you see this give me hit me with a price hit me with a you know this is a specialty happy hour cocktail that you serve in a um in a punch bowl in a warmed or maybe even a cro- out of a crock pot Ooh. but this is this super is seasonal a, right this is super seasonal and it's a punch almost akin to a rum punch um how if, much how oh like five bucks I love that. I love that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is one that you serve in a styrofoam cup that like is going out. Like last year we were super privileged even with the COVID um that we could do like to-go drinks. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be the perfect to-go drink. I agree with that. It's something warming. If it I just I don't know. I think that this is an absolutely good drink. If I were to do it again, mm-hmm. I wouldn't use Cab Sav. I would use a red blend. Uh, I don't know if you remember the name of the the dessert wine that I'd gotten. The dessert. Wine. Remember, I, I had had a dessert wine. Um, it was a little jammy. The one that had like the wooden bark kind of outside. Uh, I ended up drinking it. It's super. It was super jammy. Wasn't that a Bartonora? I don't remember, but I, I I liked it. It was jammy, and actually, I can see doing like uh, either red blend, like a full red blend, or a blend of something like something more jammy. Mm-hmm. You know, because I like the idea of instead of adding the sugar, having it already be in. There. Yeah, just kind of having it already be in there. You know how I could see this being best is if you did a blend of a Malbec and a port. Oh, I could see that. Like a nice tawny port. A tawny port. Ah, dude, this is random. I didn't know. So uh, port is what color? Tawny. Like, t- wait. Yeah. What, what color is, what color? For the listeners, what color is tawny? What color? Oh, beige. It's like beige, right? It's like a beige brown. It's right. kinda, it's they like, have white port. Did you know that? I think I did know that. I saw like a, and it's Well, on they the, have white port and ruby port. And they're like so white port, I believe, is on the opposite spectrum of oh, flavor, and it's less caramely and more fruity. Yes, like a like a light fruit, like a I, pear. And I just thought that was super interesting, and I think it'd be interesting to do different types of mulled wines. And I, I think that I feel like this is the kind of thing that we can totally revisit, even going towards uh, Christmas. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's mulled wine is basically a Christmas sangria, mm-hmm. and it tastes like it. It does. Nice, warm, and when you have too many, woo, the shirts come off, the panties come down. Yes, I wear panties. And and Santa's coming down the chimney. Well, you know, I like the big boys. 
<laughs> Stuff me with your toys, Mr. Oh, Claus. Jesus Christ. Um, before we wrap up our seat at the bar, well, how you been doing? What's been going on with you? Obviously, we we were connecting before this a little bit about our new jobs and connecting, and I was kind of flaunting about how, you know, <laughs> how your new job gives is. me benefits that still aren't enough. Obviously, because. We I mean, live in a capitalist consumerist culture. You but, can never be paid what you're truly worth. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I get paid holidays and shit and fucking paternity leave and all those good things and, like, almost, like, three weeks of fucking holiday, which is obviously not enough. Fuck you, Sweden. But, like, I've been actually enjoying my new job, I'm glad for you. I like I'm really happy that you've you're enjoying your new environment and you're feeling like you're able to to spread out and settle. How you were doing at your work. I like how we don't talk about the places that we work. And there's a reason for this. Because we're not sponsored. Because <laughs> we're not sponsored. Mainly because uh, uh corporations suck, companies suck, and they will fire us. Yeah, fuck the corporations. You know. So I'm actually not gonna say anything bad about. I'm not even gonna say anything disparaging about my business, even if I didn't. Even if even, even if you have already, but I know I haven't. But if I I don't even want to do that because lest somebody fucking find out that I said something disparaging, and I lose my fucking job. No one wants that. You know, like fuck that. You know, but like has work been good? Work has been prosperous. Um, I still work in food service, <laughs> customer service. <laughs> With bartenders. Um, my income is secure. Uh, so I'm going to have you buy some liquor. Cause, yeah, so cause like, the- <laughs> I've been getting paid every two weeks and I'm catching up on bills. So I feel the next like two are on you. just working in the environment that I'm working in. Um it requires a little bit uh, for you to – it requires a, a certain level of insanity, and I'm learning to become fluent in said insanity, and I'm worried about how I can retain my regular sanity. You're not going to be able to. I'm not, but I, I kind of want to see what it's like to fully lose it. Like I, I, I the face you just made was absolutely terrifying. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go to like. Oh, the this point is white privilege no right here. This is like white privilege right here. You're just like I just, I just want to be taken advantage of. I just, I want to see <laughs> how crazy I can get. You know, I'm gonna get Joker, Joker brain. Exactly. Just, you know. How fucking insane. <laughs> We live I have a question. We live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> but I've I find the environment that I live or that I'm working in very You live in, yes. That I live in. Well that too. I find the environment I'm that's the rough part about like, oh, I I work kind of crazy hours and um we haven't been able to to do these these co casts as much as I would like to. And I feel bad. You should. I do. I go to sleep with guilt, and then I sleep like a baby with guilt. <laughs> um, like a baby that doesn't understand the concept of guilt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I find the the space I'm in and the experiences I'm getting are fulfilling. It's just at a cost that um, I worry might be uh, detrimental to my uh, mental and physical yes, health. Yes, you're falling apart and you're struggling and you need a new job. What are you doing? But I like it. It's fun. I feel like you like the idea of it. This is whole I thing. Do. That's the problem. I'm, I'm super in- focused on is the idea, you know, because like it's always about like not just for you, but even for me. When I was younger, I used to like sit in front, and I write these, I write these stories, and I think it's not because I wanted to be a writer, but I love the idea of being a writer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's things that I I love the idea of. And I feel like you're falling into that. And I don't know. You seem to be struggling. You're not really able to do the things that you want to do socially, which is way more important than... Well, because the problem is I love the idea of being a part of the New York underground oh, comedy scene. But you're adjacent to it. You're not but part I'm of it. But I'm adjacent. I'm not a comedian working in this scene. I'm just... Slinging oh my drinks god! To you kind of just feel oh, just so, so sad. Like, I'm you kind of just feel like you're outside I feel like watching. I'm, I'm oh, so damn. close to the fire. I'm so close that I I'm just hoping that maybe some of its warmth will. <laughs> Are you hoping that somebody will see you? Is that what it is? It's no, like, I just maybe maybe one day I'll serve somebody a drink and they'll be like, "Wow, that quip was funny." We'll sign you to a contract. You're doing a five Netflix special. You know, I'd be, I'd be lying <laughs> if I said that wasn't because it is. That wasn't the dream in my back pocket, on, along with five of the mouse. There's no fucking like... way that in my mind that doing this, there's not like a little thing where it's like we do this and somebody hears it, and either we get a syndicated radio show or we get like a fucking Netflix special or something. It's like somebody. Uh, yeah, I've thought about what the best case scenario could be out of this. <laughs> but it's like the worst thing when you're like handing someone like some fucking tourist from like Iowa or some shit who like is actually like fucking like, you know, it's like a family of five and like though it's like a family of five and two of them are young and the other three are older. And like, you know, the two younger people are actually are the ones not laughing you know, and everybody else is, and they're like sour faced, and you're like handing them a drink. And while you're doing that, somewhere in the back of your mind is this fantasy that, like, I don't fucking know, that like the person across the room is gonna see how well you hand their drink and that brief little quip you make to, to put a smile on their face. And they just go, you know, I know that Dave Chappelle's on that stage, but that guy right there, <laughs> oh, he's no, the that's- he's the fucking one that's close but that's not the fantasy the fantasy let me keep my clothes on and during this fantasy (laughs) too late uh the fantasy is we're all naked and then (laughs) (laughs) they said see the crowd naked it's like they're naked i'm naked naked. you're naked we're all naked naked. guys naked (laughs) let's have a party (laughs) um is like i'll deliver a drink to someone and they will say something, and I'll just be able to return. Just be able to return. Oh, oh my God. Are you wasting your best comebacks on fucking... <laughs> like, the literally... Oh, no. Am I not saving my best comebacks for you? Oh, no. No, imagine imagine that you're literally fucking... Imagine. It's like when I talk about wrestling and like how Vincent Man is like, you know, wasting your pop. But, like, imagine, like, wasting your energy. Like, you oh, know, I pop all fucking <laughs> Imagine that you're, like, making it like you hand somebody a drink or whatever. And they're, like, <laughs> and they're, like, 
I, and you're like, oh, your card's not working. They go, because it's free. And you're like, I don't know. You enter the witty retort, and it's hilarious. And they laugh, right? Uh-huh. They laugh. And then the next person you go to is like the fucking CEO of fucking, I don't know, Sony Audio. And he's looking for somebody to fucking, he's in a right, perfect mood. And he makes the same fucking joke. And you do the same recover, the same delivery, yeah. ah. but it's not as good wow. because you just did it with Karen. Wow, you just ruined <laughs> my entire <laughs> my entire Emma. Oh my fucking god! Now you're gonna have to spend all the time wondering. It's like, is that a little bit of funny? Are you just using up all the funny you have? I mean, you wonder why I'm not funny when we're here. It's because you're funny I've enough. Been, you're I've funny been, enough. I've been drained no. of. I'm my gonna just fun. say something. Just, <laughs> that the, you've been actually funnier, so I'm assuming you're just not doing it there. Who knows? <laughs> I might be learning something. Ah, I <laughs> don't knows? know about that. I might be paying attention to this kind oh, of shit. Oh my fucking god! All right, who well, knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, so the so the other so I was just hanging out at work the other day. And I decided that I was going to be funny. This is, is, is this a real story or are you doing no, a I'm bit? No, I'm just saying. It's just, yeah, I just decided I was going to be funny. Can you imagine what it's like to walk into a room? <laughs> Hold on. I think you might know this. Okay. <laughs> Before we get to the spice, I just imagine you walk into the room. And you know Chandler. I understand you know this. I feel like we both kind of understand this because this is a thing that's kind of part of our personality. When we go into rooms in a new place... Often, we're the funniest people. That's what that's what happens. You go to a room <laughs> and you don't mean to, and just like you know, you're, everybody's like, you're like, oh, you know, maybe at first you're shy, but eventually when you get comfortable, yeah, you it's warm like, up, you figure like, out what everyone's and all sense of a sudden of humor is. you're the funniest person. But imagine if you're not. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that's the, that's actually the really fun development at work. Um, my coworkers are starting to realize. Person. Oh no, that's not good. Oh, I don't think. Not, not no, all we're stoking the ego. Remember, you are white. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep putting you in your place. Okay. Wait, that's not, that's not inhibiting the ego at all. <laughs> no, right? It's like, wait, oh, I wait. am. I, what? <laughs> I forgot. I'm gonna go apply for a bank loan. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, but there, there's the few occasions where I've had co-workers go oh you didn't know chandler's actually pretty funny and i'm like oh no now they all know they're finding out i'm gonna have expectations <laughs> oh no that's the worst thing that's the worst because you do nothing but fall short oh oh god all right Okay, this is, sorry, this is, um, so we're here, we're talking, the Spice Melange. <laughs> so, I, I take it you've seen Dune. I watched the new Dune, starring Timothy Chalamet. Oh my fucking god. And, uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. And... Right? No, Zendaya. You're right. I don't fucking know. I'm... Uh, you heard how I pronounce it, Timothylet. Do you have opinions about Zendaya? Do you have, do you have any opinions about Zendaya? Well, has she had any hot takes? No. I mean, I watched her on the Disney Channel when I was of Disney Channel age. Wait, what? 
I didn't know that she was on the. Di- oh, know. dude, she was on the Disney Channel. Oh, wait, a Disney w- kid. was it the was it the Waverly Place or no? Was- it was a dancing one. It was her and uh, another dancy Disney kid. But aren't her and Tom Holland so cute together? Oh my god! Oh wait, the, her and Tom Holland are a thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just for the movie. No, they became a thing. They became a thing. Yeah, that's Aww, so cute. That's... They got a little thing in the paparazzi got them kissing and stuff. It's so cute. Oh, that is pretty cute. It's it's like watching kids in like my brother's grade. Well, she's when older I... than you. No, she's one year younger than you. Yeah. It's like when I was in high school watching my brother have like his romantic uh Trials and tribulations, because it's like, aww, so that's are, cute. Are we gonna be spoiling the movie? I feel like it's. In, I feel like it's on HBO Max. Do we have a spoiler alert? Um, <clears throat> I have to spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> yeah. There we go. I guess we're gonna be spoiling Dune, the movie that's on HBO Max and has been out for three weeks now. So if you don't want to get spoiled. Listen, because we're probably going to do a bad job explaining the story. So first things first, it's called Dune and not Dude, and it is not a good burger. I was so confused. I was pissed the fuck off when (laughs) Kel Mitchell didn't make a surprise appearance as the Harkonnen Lord Baron. So what did you think about the movie? I'm curious. So before we even get into like the any of the, we have some topics here. (laughs) All right. First hot take. I love sci-fi world building. Okay. Oh, I love this. Okay. So, what do you before? What do you know before you've ever seen this? What do you know about Dune? Big ass sandworms. Do you know anything else? I know the spice, and I know big ass sandworms, and I know it's kind of like Total Recall. Okay, that's interesting. Like those are those are the three things that I'm drawing on. Okay, and I love this. Oh, I love this. This is like, good. All right, so I got my. <laughs> this is this is legitimately how I created Dune in my head before seeing the movie. It's Star Wars, Tremors, <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait, what he's working it? so hard right now. Uh, Look, <laughs> the gears in his brain are turning. Game of Thrones. Okay. And then there was one more that I'm like, oh, wait, this is... so. Oh, and uh, fucking Avatar, the James Cameron one. The... <laughs> so this is... It's those three movies. That's actually the thing I was wondering about. So is this sci-fi or fantasy? Technically, sci-fi. But it's fantasy. But it's sci-fantasy. Right? It is totally... But it's technically sci-fi because it takes place within within a specific galaxy. Mm-hmm. And it's not within a realm that is um, an ethereal realm. Or it's not a fantastical realm. It's a future tense that relies on... Um, like the spice is essentially a hallucinogen. It's given a scientific um, application, as far as you know. There's a connectivity of of beings within this scientific universe that um, it basically is like the it's it's the DMT that was in uh, 
fuck, what was that Cohen siblings? Um, oh, Big Fish. No, no the the Netflix one. I don't know. Um. Anyway, but it's basically the the spices. The spice melange. The spice melange is like DMT in this, and that's the but just DMT. Well, because it's like DMT, MDMA, and a little bit of caffeine. No, but it's even more. So it's also got some chocolate. Because do you know the other properties of the spice? Well, it's also a little bit like drankum. What drink? You don't know what drank? No. Oh, that's when you shit into a bag and huff the fumes to get high off the methane. It's even more than that. Imagine, all right, if you took, imagine if you took fucking, um, oh shit, uh, China. um, Opium? Imagine if you took opium, right? And cocaine (laughs) and heroin and fucking cocaine. You said cocaine twice. I know. (laughs) And And then it was also gas. Okay, and it was also electricity. Okay, and also it was like universal health care. Okay, uh-huh. and only rich people could like really afford it. Uh huh. Okay, that's literally the spice melange, motherfucker. It's the most. It's literally the people <laughs> in the universe of Dune who take spice. They live long, but it drives them insane. The people. So, do you know anything about? Do you know anything about computers in this universe? Mm-mm. Did you not notice there are none? Oh, you're right. There were no computers. There were just people who did this weird, like because there was a their, war. Their eyelids. There rolled was a back, war. Roll back with and... androids. Is a whole thing. Hmm. Okay. So here's the thing in my notes that it looked crazy to you, and you were like, "Oh, it's a lot of notes." Oh, fuck, <clears> that's <throat> a lot of notes. Uh, I'm just gonna say some things, okay? We're getting into the right, universe. All right, hunting Harkannons, the Belodian Jihad, whipping Mech, the Machine Crusade, the Faces of Martyr, the Battle of Corrin, Sisters of Dune, Menace of Dune, Red Plague, Navigators of Dune, Imperial Court, Edge of Crit, whatever. There's like thirty. These are all stories, short stories, and full books in the Dune universe. We're shortening it to Duneverse for this episode. Okay. Get on board. Or this get is out. the fucking Duneverse. Okay. This is a long ass Duneverse. Okay. The people who fucking the, the the Travelers Guild. Okay. So you said Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. So if I'm correct, I believe there's five or six guilds, right? So uh, House Atreides is one, mm-hmm. right? And they're the ones who Paul is the fucking like Messiah in his universe, supposedly. Mm. Which I got something to say about that. Then, okay, you have the Emperor, and you also have, like, the fucking Traveler's Guild or whatever, right? And the Harkonnens. And the Harkonnens. They're another house. Right, and the Harkonnens, okay? But the Traveler's Guild is the interesting one, because they take the fucking spice, and it it expands their minds, and they're able to warp space-time. Shit, that's that's how how they do it? And so, in the movie... You see a big ship, right? Yeah. This is a big ship. But what they do is, is they like fucking warp space time. They put all the ships into the ship and then they warp space time until the ship is in another place. Okay. Spice is on some wild, crazy fucking shit. Okay. But going back to the beginning of this whole thing, Spice is given a scientific explanation in this, not a fantastical explanation. That is true. And the reason they don't have computers is a scientific explanation mm-hmm. because there was a war with machines. Exactly. And and but the f- 
fantastical part is because people think there's going to be a messiah. I don't think that's too. That's the most realistic part. That's the most grounded in realism. When you got shit like spice that's just being f- fucking flown around, you got warp travel and a fucking galactic emperor. The only thing that makes sense is, oh, maybe someday someone will come around and fix it. It's so funny because Messiah is the one that's most grounded in reality. Because, I mean, we. Some of us are still waiting on a Messiah. I know, right? I was actually really thinking about one of the most important things, which is Paul. So, first of all, some of the characters, Duncan Idaho uh, and Paul. Duncan. This is great names for like this fantastic universe. But what do you think of the main character? What the fuck is the name of the actor again? Uh, Timothy Shelmet. What do, you, what do you think about the character? I think the character... Um, Needed a tad bit of development. Are you supposed to like him? I think you're supposed to... I don't think you're supposed to like him yet. I think you're supposed to... Experience... This is is it, actually. I'm going to put my finger right right on this pulse. Gotcha. You're supposed to experience the um, world of... Not the world of Dune, but what's the planet again? Our, our, at Atrium? At, 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 Artemis? <laughs> I don't remember it. Uh, I, I said it to you earlier yeah. and I've forgotten. Oh no. At Atriax? Atrix? Anyway, you're supposed to identify with Paul as someone going from knowing nothing about one place and now you're being exposed kind of hyper exposed to this world and this war that's been going on on this planet. And I think the character foil of Paul isn't to be the protagonist or antagonist. He's just the perspective that we're given. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I think that you are kind of wrong. So. I think in the... Okay, go ahead. I was going to try to... I don't think you're supposed to like Paul. Now, I'm going to get clear that... Why? In, just based off the movie, or are you going based off of other, other stuff? <laughs> well, have you, did you see the David Lynch Dune movie? I did not see the David Lynch one. That Smoke some fucking weed and watch that shit. Because done and you done. will be... On some whole shit. Dune and Dune? This part, this Dune movie is only the first half of the book. That movie is the entirety of the book. The entire premise of this movie is that House Atreides goes to the planet and they're like putting, because it's political machinations, right? Yeah. From the emperor trying to get them from their seat of power to put them in a weaker position, right? Right. They've been getting too much political influence amongst the... uh, And they're the best fighters. of nobles. Only second to the emperor's forces. Mm -hmm. So take them from where their seat of power is the most powerful, put them in a place where they have less advantage, right? And they're in conflict with native Yeah, and they're in conflict, right? And of course, don't forget, of course, Dune is obviously like an environmental allegory. 
You know what I mean? It was native native people and your people go there and they harvest the, the land until it's all dead. And don't forget then the entire land could be green and beautiful, but it doesn't benefit the capitalists because spice is too important. Because so they that's why so they, they got the whole place made a desert. So they stopped terraforming the planet. Mm. Okay. Now uh Paul is Hi, I'm Paul. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking you know, people think that now you mentioned it. You kind of alluded to it. People assume he's the Messiah. Yeah, right. Whether or not he is, from the movie, they make it seem like is he? Is he not? Is he? And mm. I've seen a lot of rhetoric that's like, oh, here's another movie about another white savior. But I think the entire point is that he's not. Well, because every time they try to make the point. That he's the Messiah, they're like, oh, people believe what they're told. Check this out, okay? Bam. Movie spoilers, all right? Part of the movie, they put on the suits, right? Yeah. You know? They put on the suits, and because they're going to go on the sand, right? He puts it on, and the doctor person who's a fucking from the planet, what she say? She goes, how'd you know how to do that? He goes, I don't know. And she says like a spiritual shit under her fucking voice, right? He will know the ways as if he was born into them. Yes, right? Fast forward. But rewind to the scene where he almost got assassinated. He was watching their version of YouTube videos. He really was. And he was watching how they put on the fucking things. He was just and like how they walk. Brushing up on the fucking people. They put they're assuming that he's like a fucking messiah. But I <laughs> he's just an educated white man. He's no messiah. I think it's really weird. And also because you mentioned Zendaya, right? Okay. She's not even in a fucking movie. She wasn't though. Like, what was obviously up with that? part two? Because they, I, I don't know if they filmed them back to back, but part two is definitely which. So I, ma- I made a point of looking up the movie did very well for a movie that's an HBO Max and the kind of movie it is. It did like forty five. I think actually did like close to sixty million over Damn. the weekend, which is actually a lot for that kind of movie that's also on HBO Max for free. Yeah. Okay. That's um, where I watched it, and you know, I kind of regret it just because it feels like one of those movies where you'd it want was that fucking okay. immersive sound. What is there's a, there's a fucking science? I don't know what it's called, but when you put when you put uh, vibrations through sand at the right frequency, it liquefies. I don't know what it's oh, called. I know what you're talking about. That that's uh, the shit, sand liquefaction. That shit happens. <laughs> that's what happens in the fucking movie. Yeah, and it's so fucking. I saw it in IMAX. It was wild. It was so fucking intense. And in watching the fucking movie, I realized by the end, right, they throw you into this world, right? They don't tell you shit. I only know some of these things because I watched some YouTube videos and I started reading the book, right? But they don't fucking explain how they travel to space. They don't explain anything. And for me... I love that. That I was just about to say they did a lot of there are some parts like we how you just said they they don't explain how they go through space. But honestly, I don't need to know how they travel through space. I need to know that they're capable of traveling through space and time or at least at warp mm-hmm. speeds and that kind of stuff. But as long as they are able to relate that spice is essential to the process of being able to do intergalactic, interplanetary commerce, oh, shit, now I know that's the most important thing to this empire. And it's true, because especially if you look at the the Harkonnen, right? Okay, we got the leader, 
right? Batista. <laughs> He's not the leader. Oh, you're He's right. He's the nephew. He's the nephew. Okay. Okay. But the leader. Bootstrap Bill. He just fucking floats in the air and shit, right? And they don't explain it. They don't explain why he's in a vat of things, but he's being infused with spice because mm. spice is addictive. It gives you longevity and strength, but it's heavily addictive. Like unicorn's blood. You know, like unicorn's blood. Okay. I feel like that's a pretty good analogy in this. It'll give you a, uh, it'll give you life, but a cursed and a half life. Obviously referring Got the Potterverse going on in mm-hmm. here, you know, but uh, they don't explain. Oh shit! It's a little sprinkle of Potterverse in there too. Yeah, yeah. They they don't explain why those things happen. There's no explanation for, like, I mean, I'm if I'm correct, the spice is process. I mean, the spice exists, but I think the sandworms process the spice. I think that's part of the, the science spice of the book. Is the, is the sandworm shit? Yes. Yeah. The spice is like. Sandworm shit. Legit what they what they expel. It's like yeast. Because, like, you know, they absorb the thing from the planet mm-hmm. that's natural. And, and they then expel they expel the spice. The spice. And then they have their like spice processing plants, which like just purifies the spice from the sand. Yeah, it just refines it. Um our, yeah, the spice refinery. They don't explain the voice. The voice. Tell me it's not the fucking spice melange. Spice, a voice. He knows about the spice. He knows about the spice. I just love. That's from the South Park episode, yes. right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> where where it was uh, Tom Brady's shit? Because they were talking about microbiomes, <laughs> and they were, they were like, "Which is like, wait, you can transplant somebody else's microbiome if you want to have the most perfect <laughs> ecological microbiome." For your metabolism to run at peak efficiency. <laughs> and then fucking Kyle, he was, at the, he was at the doctor, and he was like, what did he say? He was like, he was like, I bet you Tom Brady has the best, best um, the microbiome. What would stop somebody from taking his shit? And the doctor goes, oh, my God. He, he knows. knows about the spice. He knows. He knows. Spice melange. The spice melange. That's where that clip is from. He goes, he knows about the spice melange. <laughs> I'm sorry, this movie is so fucking wild. What the fuck is Melange? I didn't hear that. <laughs> I never you know what's so funny. And I was concerned because I, I knew I knew the reference of the spice melange. And never once did I hear in the entire Dune movie anyone say Melange. They said the spice, but they didn't say Melange. So, and I was upset. So I looked it up, but I was certain, but I went to double check. So the spice is the spice, right? The spice. The spice is the raw material that you can use to do things. Mm-hmm. The spice melange is the drug. Oh. It's the drug specifically used by people in power. It's the difference between like hemp and weed? Kind of. Because, I mean, in, even in the movie, he hallucinates a little bit because he says, oh, I wasn't. But he was hallucinating. Oh, he was tripping shit, Because he's, dude. like, tripping as fuck. He's he like, was tripping balls. Because the fucking spice is going in his lungs and shit. Hell yeah. He got <laughs> contact. He got... But the spice melange is the actual refined drug that the people in power use. Mm. That empowers them. Isn't it also what the Fremen... Or do, wait. So the Fremen... The Fremen. Do they... Are, 
do they use it or are they just inundated by so much the spice? The Fremen, if I'm correct, are just because they live in the spice, they're not as affected by it. They die and by also, the spice. also, they don't benefit from it because they're meant to represent native peoples. Obviously, you know, their land is being taken from them and used. And also, it's interesting because it's not like they're savages. They're people who are on the land who were going to terraform the land. And then they were like, oh, this is really important thing is here. So instead. Like, oh, wait, you wanted to live here? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is a Nestle owned planet. What do you think about the critique that. So obviously, it, it borrows a lot from. The planet borrows a lot from like Arab cultures. Like those people were meant to be like Arab, right? That, that's literally what they're meant to be. They're meant to be like, yeah, you know, that's literally what they're meant to be. Well, you know? I, I will pose the argument just briefly, and it, I can't even say it's in completely good faith, but just posing this argument: certain ecological environments will kind of lead to a certain like dress and and of course, like. It, it, if you come to represent yourself culturally by a certain dress and a certain physio- physiological display, I feel like the ecology similarities are justified. Yeah. Yeah, there, but there was some uh, critique that, you know, there weren't more people of, like, Arab descent or people of color in the movie. That's fair. Now, it's only the first part of the movie. The entire second half is going to be completely with the Fremen, right? You know? That 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 would be a good point to make too. Where the first movie really didn't incorporate the Fremen at all, except the for where... their except for what I think is perceived as their savage ritual of spitting, like fighting. Oh no, the spitting makes sense. Yeah, the because you literally live in a fucking desert dry planet, ass planet, you know. But and also the the visual the visual. it would make sense that first thing you do when you meet a new person is spit in their mouth. I mean I don't know about that, but like that's definitely the most important thing you can do would be spit because that's like not just a part of your body, but it's something that's super like important. It's a vital resource. It's vital, and it's funny because when they go and they show the people spitting into little things, it reminds me of the tea ceremonies in Mauritania. Where the people they take the tea and they put the tea in the sand and they heat it up and then they pour the thing back and forth, and it, it reminds me a lot of that, and I think that's intentional, and I think the critiques about the movie are kind of justified, but it's only one part of it. Yeah. The entire second part is really going to be this white kid and with all the fremen. That's really what's going to be. Yeah, you know, um, and also I think that he's. Obviously not the. I've never read all the books, but he's obviously not the fucking messiah. That's obviously the point. I think. How is he obviously not the messiah? They think he's the messiah, but he's still getting these weird ass dreams. He's fucking high on spice. No, even before he went to the world, mm. even before he went to the world, the the first thing that came on screen was dreams are messages from the beyond or something along those lines. Even before he went to the fucking spice planet, he saw visions of Zendaya blowing him kisses and stuff. Okay, so the what is it? The Boltarian Jihad or the, the what is the Boltarians? What are the what are the name? Of the people, the, the the women who are really in charge. 
Oh, they're the. Uh, it's a two name one. It's like a sir something. I'm yeah. Sit your hands. I'm doing. Listen, okay. I'm looking through. You know, we have the Google. Okay. What the fuck is a Google? We have the Bing. They aren't paying me. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, it was the secret witch society. Well, I'd say witch society because they're powerful women in charge of religion, and whenever that's happening, it's witches. I don't remember, but they're the ones who are really kind of in control of what's happening in the universe. Duniverse. The the Duniverse. They are the ones who see the future and who are guiding, and they're the ones who are actively leading these things, and they're also the ones in control of the prophecy. That's the weird part. Where uh, I didn't get how they were able to spread all this prophecy and stuff even before people no, were like because they're in control. They 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 are the leaders. Because remember that uh, Paul's mother, who, right. who was the wife of the leader of House Atreides, who was the most powerful house, but she, she's but he even says to her, he's like, "Don't tell me." He's like, "I know." He's like, "Tell me." Like I know that you guys are really in charge, and you guys are what you do. You think that she's the only wife of the most powerful person in the entirety of the universe? Oh, wait! It's the Bene Gesserit or Jesert, Jesuit, 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 Bene Jesuit. That's what it was. <laughs> Fuck. You know the Bene Jesuit. They are. They have the control of all that, right? Well, yeah. I think. Because they mention how, like, she, he's like, they they say something about, like, oh, he's got a responsibility to his lineage. And he's like, I just want to make my father proud. And they're like, shut the fuck up, you dumbass white boy. <laughs> Pretty much. It's super funny because. You think that's the only lineage you got? They weren't supposed to train him, remember? That was the whole point is that she was teaching him how to do the voice and stuff. And, and think about this. She wasn't supposed to teach him because they don't teach boys. The Bene Gesserit only teach each other, Okay. The only person who's supposed to be taught is the person that they believe is the Messiah. Think about it. It's implied that everyone in the Bene Gesserit has the ability to use the voice. Or just the very powerful ones. I think it's implied that all of, the, that all of them can do it. Or the ones that matter, which is a lot of them. Paul, do the roar. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, think about that, you know. And because when they're when they're on the when they're with the Harkonnens on the uh, ornithopter, right? Mm -hmm. And they're which like, those are fucking dope. You know, those are fucking dope. Which fucking look like awesome dragonflies. It's a little inefficient, I think. It's a lot of energy, but I guess you know, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, whatever. In the spice. You know, using the voice, that shit is so fucking powerful. And you notice he oh, struggled because she was able to use the voice. She was able to it. use it immediately. Yeah, like no big deal. Yeah, you know, he had to do it twice. But she can do it whenever. Yeah. I'm just so they saying. could just go world to world and just use the voice, and then everyone there will be like, oh, shit, someone was talking to God. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I think that it's just spread the way stories are spread. They're in control. All it takes is a few whispers. Whispers. A few stories. Spies. 
All you gotta do is talk about Spice Melange. Spice Melange. That's something I thought that was interesting. So I have here a recording. A recording. Of every instance of the word spice. Spice. Being uttered in the original Dune movie. Quick question. The guy who plays Paul in the original Dune movie, is he also the guy who's in Twin Peaks? I'm not sure, but I know Sir Patrick Stewart's in that. Word? Yeah, Patrick Stewart's in the original Dune movie. Oh, he's got to be House Atreides. He's the fucking, um, I think I think he's Duncan Idaho. I don't remember, but there's a scene with him and Patrick Paul fighting. Patrick Stewart is Duncan Idaho. Idaho. Him and Paul are fighting in the one scene, so I'm pretty sure. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. Pip, pip, woof, warp speed 10. Uh, Stan? <laughs> what are you doing at the CIA? Um, That's uh, Bullock from uh, American Dad. I, he's, I love also, it. <laughs> he's also voiced by Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I feel like we're fucking we're we're losing our minds. Hold on, let me look at these show notes. It's right spice, spice. How did you learn about Dune? I mean, I'll go first real quick, and which is obviously I read a lot of sci-fi. I never read Dune because the one time that I was gonna read Dune, there was someone I thought was gorgeous. It, so the sci-fi section used to be next to the manga section. Mm. And I used to always sit in the manga section. I mean, the sci-fi section, but then. There was this really gorgeous person in the manga section. And I went to the manga section. And then security came and pulled me into a back room because they thought I stole something. Oh, yikes. (laughs) And I remember that day because I was looking at Dune. And I remember looking at it and being like, I want to read this. But no. But then I never did. Mm. I was introduced to Dune. Which, by the way, that's a traumatizing story, and I'm sorry that. that <laughs> um, not to just brush that under the rug. I, <laughs> I'm truly sorry that, that that's your experience. I have nothing but traumatizing stories. Um, my experience with Dune was uh, I remember watching Tremors with my parents at one point, and uh, like my parents, it was just one of those shows that was on, or not shows, but one of those movies that was on TV, and. Uh, I always got the covers, like when we go to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. of Dune and Tremors mixed up. I just always got them confused. I'm like, wait, I've seen that movie. And my mom's like, nope, you have not seen that movie. And so that was the first introduction where I'm like, it's familiar. But I I know it's there's worms and there's sand. So there's something connecting them. And then as I grew up and got into Star Wars and lord of the rings and just enjoyed um following subreddits or like tumblr shit about um sci-fi and fantasy uh world building specifically um dune kind of got intermingled in with that and that's how i discovered you ran into the duniverse i ran into the duniverse while studying the lord of the rings and the um, Star Wars, and there were a couple others. Because I wasn't even super into the Marvel Universe at that point either. I would think I was more into just the general 
Greek um, Greek god universe, like the Percy Jackson universe. Mm-hmm. At that I, I, I'm not going to lie. I can feel that because the main character seems to be uh, Paul. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it is. Legit, I did not know any of the main characters until watching the movie. Dude, mm-hmm. I haven't read any of the books. It was just I knew of the conceptual world building of the world of Dune that it that there was an intergalactic spice trade that there was. Oh, that was the other thing because I would get kind of peripherally introduced to both Dune and Warhammer. And I don't know well, either of those. Do you know why? But they're they're connected, aren't no, they? No, they're not connected. Warhammer is Dune. Warhammer, it just like how, um, I just said they're no, connected. no, 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 no. They're like... not connected. Warhammer is Dune the way that, um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons is Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, you know because okay, Gary shit. Gygax was like, man, I like the Lord of the Rings. Let me make a board game that's like within that realm. That's kind of like that. Warhammer has no computers or robots. Warhammer 40K. Mm-hmm. And that's because it's like biting Dune. It's not related to Dune, but it but it's literally takes just place Dune within that fantastical realm. I mean, not officially, but it but it's Dune. Like it's pretty much Dune. Interesting. Yeah. Now, it's so interesting because I, I saw your notes. You were talking about the comparisons between this and Star Wars. And with the ex- it's funny because while there are no robots and computers and spaceships are very different in the Dune universe, the energy is the same. The conceptualization of mechanical technology is different, but the um, ethereal technology. But that's because there's a lot of spirituality in Star Wars. That's true. With the Force. And in the way that the Force is connecting everybody, everyone is kind of connected to, drawn to, or invested in, or involved in, or surrounding Spice. The Spice. You know? Uh, The difference, I think, is, at least from what I've witnessed of just the first movie of Dune, it is much more like the political intrigue of Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Because first trilogy, like original trilogy Star Wars, had little to no political intrigue, really. There was, you know, captured princess, they need to mount an attack, da-da-da-da. Yeah, storytelling one-on-one. Yeah. All the movies. It's the it's the hero's journey. It is, yeah. Which, that's that's what it was made for. The prequels catch a lot of flack, but man, when they get into the details of the you trade mean federation. The most boring I know, second I, movie. The most boring parts of the the reason why they're on the fucking Trade Federation ship to begin with at the beginning of Phantom Menace makes no sense. But the fact they're there means that something is going on amongst uh, alleged separatists. Why were they there? They were there for a uh, negotiation of, uh, what was it? It wasn't a peace negotiation. It was a trade negotiation. No. Fuck, what was it? It was a separatist so negotiation between them and the uh, Republic. It, if I remember correctly, 
they were tricked into going there because it was supposed to be a peace negotiation and they sent the Jedi to be mediators. Yes, that's what it was. And they were just going to kill them and mm-hmm. pretend like they had never come. Mm-hmm. And they were going to hide them. Um, I got the I got um, Attack of the Clones. That's the second one, right? Yeah. Or, I, yes. Yeah, I got that for my birthday. And it took me like four weeks to watch it. And I love, listen, before I learned better, my favorite book was Atlas Shrugged, okay? Like, <laughs> I took my ex-girlfriend to see Atlas Shrugged Part 1. And that's like a three and a half hour movie, okay? Before I became a better person... I, I love long, boring things, but fuck is that movie not bo- so boring. But the political intrigue and the pomp and the circumstance, I actually see how that can, can really connect with Dune. Because the philosophy of the Jedi, I don't know, something about it feels like it wouldn't really be that out of place in the Dune universe. No, not at The all. use of the lightsabers and the Force... Almost doesn't seem like it fits in, but that's only because you only see instances of the personal shields and spaceships. Yeah. You don't really see any other technology. Right. You know, any other technology is armor types that, or it's transportation or yes. like refining technology. 100%. That is the, it, it, they feel like they would fit in, you know, like a, a single Jedi. Would Coruscant resist colonization of the Emperor? No. Or would... Because Coruscant is... First of all, you obviously don't know your Galactic Star Shots because Coruscant is almost in the, is almost in the center. Coruscant is one of the key planets. A Coruscant would be the capital of whatever Imperial Galactic power is in, is in place at any given time. Just saying. You know. But so, like, all right, let's pose this stupid hypothetical. If, uh, if the Empire under Darth Sidious versus the Emperor of uh, Dune, who'd win? You don't know much about the Emperor of Dune, though. And the thing is, is that, uh, Darth Sidious, I don't know, it depends on which version of Sidious, because in the prequels, um, you know, he's just a Sith, right? And it's like, ah, he's a Sith Lord, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, but he's hidden in the shadows. I'm he's hidden in the shadows. <laughs> he's hidden in the shadows. Why? Because he actually doesn't have the power to just overthrow the universe. Mm-hmm. So he uses political machinations, right? And the original series, you know, this is after everything's already happened. After he's consolidated you his know, power. He's consolidated his power. And in reality, um, Anakin is stronger than him, but he's being used as a tool, right? right? Darth Sidious isn't quite really the strongest, because it's actually known in the Star Wars universe that Mace Windu is actually as strong, if not stronger, than Darth Sidious. Mm-hmm. The only reason why he didn't kill him is because Anakin interfered. Right. Uh, Sidious is not the... Now, in the last series, you know, Darth Sidious fucking came back and he's like part robot or some shit. But, like, the reality is is that I feel like the Emperor might be able to win. Mainly because Darth Sidious was 
trying to be too smart for his own good. What the fucking robot? Like, he's like, ah, he's like, I'm going to make robot. I'm going to make robots, but not too smart because I want them to mostly use, lose, but not always. I just want them smart enough to make people scared. That way I can be on the good side, good guy side and we can win. But when I need to, I can defeat myself. You know, I saw a meme the other day <laughs> that was, uh, you know, the Pixar short of the old man playing chess. Yeah. So it was just Darth Sidious and the prequels like and then that picture. <laughs> it's so funny because Darth Sidious outsmarted himself. He did. He should be proud of himself. Man, I don't know how to use my new phone. Yeah, you don't know how to silence it. I literally it don't know how to silence it. I turned it all the way down. Have you tried bending it in the opposite direction? I, it would it would bend. It would fold in the Jerry Jerry rig everything. He he took apart the Galaxy Z Flip two. He didn't do it with this one. He took this one apart, but he didn't do this with it. And when he was trying to do the, the stress test, he bent it all the way back. It bent because if it can bend forward, it can bend back. I have a name for your phone. What is it? Beckham. All right. Anyway, um, before we wrap up, there's one more thing. I want to hit all these notes because you took the time and I want to I want to make you feel like you know validated for actually you want to make taking the time to, accountable for the thing you know um so should have been a cinematic series yeah here's my hottest take to wrap up on I think you're it, wrong but okay it was a great movie I think it would be a story that would catch less criticism from the grand populace. Oh, you're about to say some fucking from from the Lambertals. Oh my god. No, I think all right. Dune suffered from the same issue that the Irishman suffered in a certain regard. When you have a movie that's that long, sometimes you have some pacing issues. I think they could avoid said pacing issues if they were to break it into like an HBO series or something along the lines where they had 45 minute to maybe an hour and a half long episodes. And granted, hour and a half, that's still damn near movie length, but it's not two and a half hours. And if you were to break it up and then you could tell more of the story. Still, I like the process that they used. I really liked the... the um visual linguistics that they use to tell the story. I think their audience would have gotten more out of it and would have had uh, an easier time digesting it if it were put into a, 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 sh- a, a series. And again, that's not saying that the movie could have been a tweet no no but but i think it would have been more digest and some of the criticism that they get could have been avoided had they gone with a different format of and that's why i think you're kind of wrong because in a weird way so dune had a budget of 185 160 million no 135 million i believe this was i have it here on google i used to google 165 million dollars right which is actually relatively small because blade runner who was by the same director Cost like one hundred like ninety five million, oh as God. opposed to one hundred sixty five million, right? Um, but so I don't know if you know this, but the HBO Max thing with the movies that are day and date, 
mm-hmm. ends with The Matrix. When The Matrix 4 comes out, that's the last HBO movie that's going to be day and date. After that, it's going to be, I think, I don't know if it's 90 days or two weeks. It's going to be a period of time after the movies come out in the theater. So, Damn. So th- that, that relatively hurts movies. So the whole premise of this movie from a production standpoint was if it does well enough in the theaters, which is only, it has to do like 60, 70 million in theaters the, the first four days, you know, because they, mm-hmm. they've done extended opening weekends. And if it does good traction on HBO Max, then they'll do its sequels. This is effectively a really, 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 really expensive made for HBO movie. Yeah. With lots of, lots of, the reason why I think it looks very good, they do lots and lots of practical effects, you know. Gotta love practical you know? effects over and special then effects. They, and it just happened to be in the movie theater as well. I think that miniseries have an issue which is called don't have enough budgetitis. In which, you know, <laughs> they got a problem called broke bitchosaurus. And I'm not saying that The Witcher is not good or nothing, but like, you know, think about if you chopped out the filler, that's a third of the story, you know, and if you take out another quarter of what can be left out, and instead of yeah. spending a hundred million for, I don't know, uh, spending seventy-five million for a season, spend one hundred and sixty-five as an example for an hour and forty-minute movie. For that, you can kind of get the same story across. And I think that with the kind of universe that Dune has, HBO is not fucking Warner Brothers is not looking to make a miniseries for one season. You know, no. they're looking to make the next Lord of the Rings Plus because if Disney has showed anything, twenty-eight movies in. They can still keep squeezing fucking movies out. You know, and there's 29 fucking Dune books. And this was part one of the first book. Word. Okay. All right. If they're planning on making an entire cinema, I would. There's a a Star Wars movie every year. There's a Star Wars series every year. Limit themselves to a trilogy i think it's gonna be more but the next dune movie is coming out in two years dude but that's because this movie was made under like a much short i'm telling you this movie did very well yeah and it this movie did very well very very well the next movie well you have to also this because movie also made me feel like i could be as hot as timotet chalamet you definitely can be um Here's the thing, right? So Spider-Man, Far From Home, right? Uh, there's this things uh, beyond the trailers. She's super awesome. She's talking about the fact that the, the, the people who do the computer-generated effects are working 24-hour days. And I mean, obviously not every person, but like the teams are working right. without exaggeration. There's someone always. There's teams of people. There's an around-the-clock schedule. Doing that and working seven-day schedule. And for uh, – no, they're doing a six-day schedule and for Doctor Strange, they're doing a seven-day schedule because Doctor Strange didn't test well with test audiences, and Spider-Man tested well, but they feel like it's not quite there. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic set everything back, right? Right. So it really makes sense for some of these big movies to really step back because this movie was done with $165 million during the pandemic. 
Which that's can I say that if it wasn't the pandemic, the same I'm not I, I don't know, but I bet you they could have shaved a few million, even if not a few tens of millions off of the same film out of the pandemic. Well, shit, you'd save a couple million just by you know, not having to have your staff get regularly. Not even COVID the people tests. working from home, probably. Yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Like, but like, I mean, just I'm saying if if there weren't the constraints of COVID yeah, around them, the same movie could definitely... have been. Uh, maybe twenty. I, I don't fucking know. Twenty million dollars cheaper. There you go. I know shit now. Magically, who knows? Maybe they would have splurged on some craft services. You know, but when when looking like for going forward, fucking in two years we can get the next Dune movie, and then it's gonna be fucking Dune Part Two, and then it's gonna be the spinoff series, because remember Star Wars. What they were doing was they did they did. Well, now they're doing they the Mandalorian. It. Well, no, but, but that's only because they're doing the Mandalorian. Right and Which, the book of Boba Fett. So yeah. the, so it's the book of Boba, so if I'm correct, it was main movie side movie main movie side movie Mandalorian book of Boba Fett movie Mandalorian and they, and it's gonna be another Mandalorian. What was the other side movie aside from Road, Rogue One? Uh, uh, Solo. Solo. Yeah, because it was three movies. So, so it was main movie uh, Rogue One main movie Solo. Main so, movie, so they so they're gonna be doing that, and we're gonna and, and then fucking Marvel. Here you go, you have Disney Marvel movies, you have Spider Man, right? Spider Man. Then you have Oderman. and then four months later, or well, they moved it to five. They moved it to five months later. Doctor Strange, yeah. But also, you have the 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 Fox Marvel movies. Which is Fantastic. so you have Spider Man oh. and then you have Morbius, Morbius, which is an awesome fucking trailer and it's gonna be a really cool movie, and then Disney Plus has Moon Knight and shit like that. So wait, Moon Knight's getting a fucking yes, Moon Knight is getting a fucking Disney Plus series. Oh shit! And they're bringing back the '90s X Men TV show. Oh shit! Okay, and they're fucking doing a new Spider Man series. So you think that HBO is not gonna fucking turn Dune into like a fucking mini series with fucking fifteen movies? I'm just waiting for uh, Baby Dune and Friends. <laughs> sandworm and buds. Yeah. Oh, baby sandworm. You ever see uh, Godzilla and Godzuki? Come on. All right. Oh, Godzuki. Yeah. Oh, sandworm. Wait, I think I have the sound. Where's my sound? Is that... Oh, here he comes. Oh, sandworm. Oh, you're oh, you're so cute, sandworm. He just annihilated our entire picnic. Aww. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I guess. Uh, like... Yeah. Um. So Chandler, yeah. this is uh, this is the thing. We gotta, we gotta. I was gonna we do a little long, but it's okay because next week is Thanksgiving, and so, so we gotta we gotta make up. For, we gotta give the people what they want. Gotta give them what they want. Can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. No, it's fine sometimes. Oh. What you gotta fucking all right? Anyway, I, um, thank so, you for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to see more of our content, follow us, and uh, you know just just see us often. Um, James, where can they find <laughs> anchor.fm forward slash was that a good taste? Or you can also find the podcast hosted on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash was that a good taste? 
hit the podcast button. You can listen to it there. But on Anchor, you can also find us where? And that's anchor.fm yeah. and God I We mean, Rust. We're, we're on Facebook, but also, we're, no, but I'm Anchor. just trying to pitch more Anchor slogans. I know, right? Because I would listen to us, you know, listen to the ads. Um, of course, you can find me at What Funny Friend on Twitter, you at Bumblebear Comedy. Dot com. Dot com. Or uh, C underscore underscore honey uh, and, and Instagram. Um, yeah, you're, you're terrible, but okay, this is good. This was lovely, and <laughs> I had a wonderful time. I love this mulled wine, and I think I'm going to be breaking it out for the holiday season. I love it. Um, remember, though, both this holidays and in the general non-holidays time, drinking is not recommended what trick is not required but it might be required this fucking guy the spice melange the spice